and welcome. You are listening to episode 20 of the Beauty Business Podcast. If you're new around here, then this is the show about the businessy side of the beauty industry, and it's particularly designed for all you independent salons out there. I'm here to bring you the tips, the tools, the knowledge and advice to help get your beauty business, your salon, your spa, or your mobile or home-based business to where you want it to be. My name is Adam Chatterley. I'm your host here, and I'm on a mission to help mobile therapists, home salons, high street salons, indie spas, to reach their full potential and their business goals through simple, practical, and focused business advice, which I've gained working with salons and spas and hotels in this industry for dangerously close to 20 years now. I'm the salon business guy and I really can't tell you how to do a better massage, better manicure or facial. I'm going to leave that to you and your skills, but I can help you to get more clients, the ones that you really want. I can help you to reduce your costs, to increase your profits, to sell more retail and to control your time. And that's a big one right there, the control of time. I'm hearing it more and more from the latest members of my private Facebook group called Beauty Business Hackers. Simply put, I want to help you make the money you deserve for all your hard work, time and effort, and I want you to enjoy your beauty business too. Did you know that it's possible for you to generate one third of your entire annual turnover in just the six week run up to Christmas? Now, before you get too excited, that doesn't mean that you can take the first part of next year off and go sit on a beach somewhere, but wouldn't it be amazing to know that you have all that money sat in your bank account already? More on this later. But this is entirely possible with some preparation and a bit of planning. And that's why I'm talking about Christmas before we're even out of September. This is actually part two of a slightly accidental two part mini series all about making the most of Christmas in your salon. Now, I planned a podcast episode based on a series of articles I wrote last year, and I'd added some brand new ideas and information in there too. However, once I started recording, I blew past the one hour mark and I still had loads more I wanted to share with you. So, Rather than having a single epic length podcast episode that I worried no one in their right mind was going to listen to, I decided to break it up into two parts so you can focus on the timely advice in the previous episode, you'll see what I mean if you've already listened to it, and then fully focus on the next steps and how to tie everything together, which is what this episode is all about. So if you haven't done so yet, stop this episode now and go and listen to episode 19 first, as this is the first piece in the Maximising Christmas in Your Salon puzzle. You still have time to get organised, but maybe not as much time as you think. So go listen to that now and then come back to this episode when you've done. Let's get on to the next thing, which is your treatments and services. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that as well as spending money on others at Christmas in the form of presents, the average consumer is also more prone to treating themselves that little bit more at this time of year. I suppose this is because we all subconsciously think, well, we're spending money anyway, so why worry about the bills until January? Well, at this time of year, just like with retail products, you need to have a clear idea of what specific treatments you need to focus on to maximise your treatment revenue. Do be aware that at this time of year, this may have an effect on your whole business. Now, you might want to adjust, say, staffing levels to allow the maximum number of a certain type of treatment to be delivered. 
You may even want to consider amending your opening hours to allow for more appointments when your clients want them. Remember also that the more clients you can get through your doors in those six weeks in the run-up to Christmas, the more opportunity you have to sell those all-important and potentially unlimited retail items too. Now, first of all, we're going to go and look at what type of treatments are most popular at this time of year and then what we can do to maximize your treatment revenue. And then we'll see how we can boost this by creating some value added packages. So let's get going. First of all, what treatments should you be focusing on? Well, every beauty business is different from the treatments you offer to your location, to your personality, to your brand. It's difficult for me to say one treatment is more important than another for your salon. However, a great place to start is to look at what treatments you performed the most of last year at this time. Now, it could be that for your business, the most popular treatments were 40 minute relaxing massages, or maybe you just couldn't deliver enough manicures and spray tans. Go back if you can and take a look. Also, pay attention to what was popular on which day of the week. Monday to Wednesday might have been popular for say relaxing massages and facials, whereas Thursdays and Fridays were full of party prep treatments like nails and waxing and makeup and so on. But what if you only recently started up and you don't have any figures for last year? Well, if you don't have any sales information for last year, don't worry. You just need to think a little bit more creatively about what treatments to concentrate on. Think about your clients, think about what they're going to be looking for at this time of year. Again, I can't tell you exactly what treatments will work best for your particular beauty business, but I can give you some of the factors to think about that might help you make that decision. So some factors that you're going to need to consider will vary according to your specific type of business, to your location, to your treatment menu, your clientele, all of this. But for me, at this time of year, there are two key factors that have an effect on the demand over the rest of the year. First up, think about the fact that days are getting shorter and colder or longer and warmer, depending on where you are in the world, and that Christmas time is party time. So think about what treatments you offer and which are most suited to relieve the change of season that's happening right now. For example, in the UK and Europe and most of the US, relaxing, warming massages or skin defense type facials to combat that change in temperature and sunlight. Then think about what treatments can be used to target clients for the party season. As I've already said a few minutes ago, these might be services like manicures and pedicures, gel nails, waxing, makeup, spray tan, manual tans, anything like this. Now, I'm probably telling you things that you already know in terms of your treatment offerings, but still very few salons build this knowledge into their revenue maximization plans at Christmas. Don't be one of them. Now, once you've identified your key treatments for this time of year, don't forget to consider what times of the day and what days of the week these would most apply to. It's time to look at your staffing levels and working times. Now, everyone, including your clients, have less time at this time of year. That sounds weird. Remember that people are extra busy at this time of year preparing for Christmas. They're buying presents, they're planning, they're going to events, they're sorting things out for family, all these different things. More than ever, you need to make sure that you and your team are available when your clients need you most. This might mean staying open later on a Wednesday or a Thursday evening or having extra staff on shift for Friday. Hopefully you have a team that is flexible enough to work with you on this. If you meet a bit of resistance from your team, consider putting in place a special Christmas sales incentive or promotion to help motivate your team to give them something to shoot for. Now, 
You've got an idea of the key treatments that you can offer and also an idea of how many of these treatments you can perform. And this is based on your staffing levels and your opening hours. You can consider creating some special Christmas packages to help boost that interest, consumer visits and spend per visit as well. But please remember, do not discount. This isn't about giving away treatments and making less money. The exercise that I was talking about before is designed to help you identify the key treatments within your beauty business to maximize revenue at this time of year. You've identified the easiest treatments to sell because we know people already want them. Now, I can't say it enough. Don't make this any harder for yourself than it needs to be. Now, if you create a package of treatments that simply means you're discounting the overall treatments, then you're just giving away money because people will buy them anyway. What you should be doing is creating a package that adds value to your client whilst either generating additional revenue for you over and above what you're offering or helping to reduce your overall treatment costs. Now, to explain this a bit more, I've got a really simple example. It sounds a bit silly, but it's an example that will explain what I'm talking about. So say you create a late afternoon or an evening package that includes a manicure and a pedicure plus a glass of sparkling wine. Please note, check your licensing laws here. You could charge maybe seven to 10 pounds more than the normal price of a manicure and a pedicure together. But that glass of wine might only cost you an extra two pound 50. So by packaging it all up, you've made the same as you would have made for the normal manicure and pedicure, plus also an extra around seven pounds on that glass of wine. Now, it's only a small amount of money, but this example of generating additional revenue over and above what you're offering can soon add up. Now, alternatively, let's say you create a package of a reduced price back, neck and shoulder massage if your client books it with a luxury manicure. Now, while this looks like a discount, and technically it is, it's also a very cleverly disguised way of lowering your overall treatment costs. Now, traditionally, a treatment like a luxury manicure has a relatively high product cost coupled with relatively low prices, given the amount of time it takes to perform that treatment. Conversely, a back, neck and shoulder massage uses very little product and can attract a much more favorable price. By putting the two treatments together, you're essentially averaging out a much higher revenue per hour when helping to reduce your average cost per treatment. All the while, the client's getting a special deal, spending more time with you. And this is key because you can then offer them additional services or retail buying opportunities. They'll possibly even spend more money in your salon. Now, it's up to you whether you use one or both or none of these types of packages, but give them some thought and I'm sure you can come up with some really creative and clever offers. Now, a quick pro tip here. Don't make your packages or promotions overly complex. If they're too difficult to understand, your staff won't promote them and your clients won't bother with them either. So you've got to make sure that things are really simple if they're going to actually sell. Now, I hope by now that you can see why I wanted to put this episode out in September rather than leaving it till later and much closer to Christmas. If you want to have your best Christmas ever, if you want to take one third of your annual takings in the six weeks from mid-November to Christmas, then you need to do some planning and some preparation. The sooner you get started, the better. So let's keep on going. In the words of the great Spinal Tap, turn it up to 11. And what I mean here is that you've got your key treatments, you've got your staffing levels and your packages all covered and you need to get the word out to bring those clients in. Having the best packages and the most flexible appointment times are all a waste of time 
unless we tell people about it and fill those appointment slots. Now, this is where the power of marketing comes into play. Now, marketing, again, is a huge topic and one that I don't have the time to do proper justice to here or even probably in a whole podcast episode. So to use your precious time most wisely, here are five actionable marketing ideas to help you get the word out about your treatments, your times and your packages today. First up, your salon. Create leaflets or posters to have in your salon. Give these out to your existing clients. Make sure that your staff are telling each and every client about your Christmas offers, promotions, events and opening times. Not only will this encourage them to come back, but it will also help with number two, which is word of mouth promotion. The more your existing clients know about your offers, the more chance there are of them telling a friend. Now, I always say that the best source of new clients is a personal referral. You could consider giving this method a marketing boost by implementing a Christmas referral scheme, just if you want to. Now, number three is to make sure you've got all your online stuff set up. Make sure your Christmas promotions and your opening times are included prominently on your website, on your Facebook page, and on all your other social media channels. If you've got a Twitter page or a Facebook page, then you can actually pin certain posts to the top of that page so that everyone who comes there will see it and increase the amount of people who take notice. Number four, local media. You don't always have to pay for an advert in local media. If you've got a local newspaper, a magazine, or a radio station that your clients read or listen to, then consider contacting them and offering them a prize of a free treatment or a gift card to give away to one of their readers or listeners in return for them mentioning your offers, your promotions, and you as a free advert. Number five, local businesses. Just about every business has a Christmas party and just about every Christmas party means business for you. Contact all your local businesses and let them know about your special offers. Send them leaflets or ask if you can display a poster with your offers in their staff or their break room. If they're big enough, maybe even have an event or an evening just for the staff from that business or building. Now, these are just five ideas that I've used before and have seen get great results. There's so much more to marketing, both at Christmas and all the time throughout the year. But do these and I doubt you'll have any problems with your appointment book this year. Now, this is where I'm going to talk to you about the reason I really wanted to do this episode. I want to show you the secret weapon that can take the results of everything I've already explained and then help you to generate even more revenue and even help you to easily bank one third of your annual turnover in just the six weeks before Christmas. So if you've only been half listening up to now, if you're driving, if you're on the treadmill, if you're cleaning, if you're walking the dog, now is the time to really listen. Maybe even stop what you're doing for the next few minutes because this is massive. Obviously, if you're driving, please stop what you're doing responsibly. Maybe pull over first. So what is this secret weapon? Okay, well, it's not that secret, but it can transform not only your Christmas in your salon, but also give you a huge head start to your best year you've ever had in your business. And the secret is gift vouchers. That's right, the humble gift voucher, gift card, whatever you want to call them. Now, if that was a bit of an anticlimax for you, if you're thinking, oh, gift vouchers, that's nothing new, well, just hold on there for a few minutes. Whatever you call them, you probably already offer some form of gift voucher in your business. But in my experience, a lot, I'd even go as far as to say most salons and spas just don't make the most of such a powerful income source all year round, but especially at Christmas time. 
Can you really generate a third of next year's business in the next six weeks? Apps are flipping lootly. And to prove that I'm not making this up, I selected 35 clients at random, people that I already work with, and I analyzed their data for sales in the six-week run-up to Christmas last year, and then compared that with their existing business to date from this year, from the 1st of January up to the end of September. Now, the average percentage value of this year's business sold in gift vouchers across all the sites in that six-week period running up to Christmas was 22%. But nine of these businesses I looked at were over 33% or one-third of their entire revenue for this whole year so far. No, I should point out that the lowest was 16%, but this is still a very respectable amount of business to generate in just six weeks. Now, remember, I'm not just comparing gift voucher sales here. I'm talking about overall business revenue in just six weeks. So why are gift vouchers so crucial to this? Well, first of all, from a business point of view, gift vouchers are not revenue. Let's get this straight before people get carried away. You haven't delivered a service or exchanged money for any goods, so a gift voucher can almost be considered a deposit against a future service. Now, this is at least the case in the UK, but I believe most countries' accounting procedures would follow this principle. While on the one hand, this isn't so great because you can't yet count this money as revenue for your business. On the other hand, you have the money in your bank account without yet having had to really do anything for it. And barring exceptional circumstances, at some point, the recipient of that voucher will come in to redeem it and then it will become revenue. Average gift voucher refunds are minuscule. So while you can't just count this as revenue and go on holiday for four months at the beginning of next year, you can pretty much count on this as becoming revenue at some point in the next six months or however long your expiry period is. So if you sell £5,000 worth of gift vouchers in the run-up to Christmas, that is effectively £5,000 of guaranteed bookings for next year. Even better than this is that around 60% of gift voucher recipients actually spend more than the value of their gift voucher when they come to redeem their gift. Now, this is a bit psychological, but essentially they're thinking, well, I'm having a free treatment here, so I'm happier to spend a bit more money to really maximize this gift. So if we say that your average add-on treatment or retail product is around £20 or around $26, then that £5,000 of gift voucher sales in November and December actually becomes more realistically something like £6,500 or almost $9,000 in revenue when the vouchers are redeemed in the new year. Now, of course, not all gift voucher recipients will spend more money when they visit you. But another important factor is that around 20% of gift vouchers are never actually redeemed. So while this should not be your goal, absolutely should never be your goal, as much as £1,000 of that £5,000 in gift vouchers sold will never require you to deliver a treatment at all. Just a quick note here, it's very important your gift voucher terms and conditions are clearly printed or included with any gift vouchers you sell. It is most important that your gift vouchers have a clearly stated expiry date on them. Now this can be for as short or as long a time as you want it to be, but without that expiry date, it can legally become difficult for you to consider that money as revenue should the gift voucher not be redeemed. 
My recommendation is to go with six or 12 months. And if you capture the email address or the phone number of that recipient when the voucher is purchased, it's always a nice touch to remind the owner that the voucher is due to expire a month or so beforehand. Now, you certainly shouldn't need me to tell you that salon gift vouchers are a great Christmas present idea for loads of people. If you aren't doing everything you can to maximize your gift voucher sales at Christmas time, you're literally turning money away and clients for now and next year. Now, you should now already understand the importance of gift vouchers as part of your Christmas business. So in the rest of this episode, not long to go now because I know I've gone on for a while, I'm going to show you, I'm going to share with you five ways to maximize those gift voucher sales and help get next year off to the most amazing start you've ever seen. First of all, I've said it before, make it easy. Just like with retail products, you want to make it as easy as possible for someone to buy your gift vouchers. Make sure that everyone who comes in for a treatment, everyone who walks past your salon, visits your website or your Facebook page, sees that you've got gift vouchers available. Shout about your gift vouchers so everybody knows that you have them to sell. If they're thinking in their head, I'm just not sure what present to buy for someone that they know, and you shout gift vouchers at them, they may just go, I know, I'll buy a gift voucher. Number two, designed for Christmas. If you want to stand out from the crowd, make your Christmas gift vouchers a little bit special. This could be as simple as having some special vouchers printed up with a bit more of a Christmassy design to them, or even a selection of Christmas designs so people can pick their favorite voucher design. You might wanna take it a step further and have the voucher presented in a special gift box so that it can be wrapped up and given as an actual present rather than simply in an envelope. Maybe offer a gift wrapping service too so it becomes a truly ready-made present. Now this may cost you a tiny bit more, but you're the only salon in your area who's gonna be doing this, so shout about it, word will spread quickly and your gift voucher sales are going to rocket. If you do go down the route of having specially designed vouchers, gift cards or boxes, add these to your visual displays so people can see what they look like and imagine who they might like to buy one for. Don't just keep them hidden away behind reception, make a big deal about it. Number three, give options. You wanna be able to sell gift vouchers both for a specific treatment or package as well as being able to offer a monetary gift voucher as well. Different people want different things from their gift vouchers. When you've got gift vouchers printed, you can have some printed up with their value on them or simply with a space where you can write or print the name of the treatment or the package that's been purchased. Sometimes it's nicer to give and receive a voucher for a particular experience without the recipient having to know exactly how much the purchaser spent. Make sure you offer both options to your clients to meet their exact requirements. Number four is product knowledge. I know this is just a gift voucher we're talking about, but just like with your retail products, you'd help your staff to know what retail products to recommend to people if they're buying a gift for a friend or a family member. Do the same with your gift vouchers. Now I've seen it so many times where someone has come into a salon asking if they sell gift vouchers, only then not to know whether to buy the voucher for a particular treatment or for a certain value or even how much to spend. And they just leave without buying and have not had a great experience doing all this. So help the buyers out by having some simple questions to ask them about the recipient and then suggest what you'd recommend and help them to make that decision that they are happy with. Number five is to sell online. If your salon software system has the capability, I would highly recommend offering online gift voucher sales. 
Personally, I'd even go so far, definitely at Christmas, as to say this is more important than online booking. Now, I've seen online gift voucher sales boost gift voucher sales by up to 25%, as it means people can buy your gift vouchers without even visiting you if they're particularly busy and short on time. Even more importantly, it means people can buy your gift vouchers 24 hours a day. Imagine coming into your salon on a morning to discover that you sold £500 of gift vouchers since you closed up last night. Now, if your salon software can't do this, it is possible to sell gift vouchers online without it being managed by your software system using a simple online shopping platform like Shopify. But it then becomes a big job to manage this manually and I wouldn't really recommend it. It is an option, but most good salon software systems should have some functionality to help you with online gift voucher sales. So speak to your supplier and ask them about it. Again, there should still be time to get this all set up and in place for mid-November if you act now. Now, I like to reward people who take action and something new that I'm starting to do more and more is to put extra bonuses and rewards into my podcasts and articles pretty much all of the way through to reward those people who've taken the time, listened and learnt and got to that point. So for you, my most ardent listener, I have a couple of special bonus gift voucher maximising tips for you here. So bonus tip number one, consider giving away some low value gift vouchers at any Christmas events that you're running or with any treatments that you deliver in November and December. Make sure that these are for a value worth redeeming but of a low enough value that in order to redeem them, the client would have to spend additional money with you. Bonus tip number two, consider running a January promotion whereby any gift vouchers redeemed in January are worth, say, 10% more than the value of the voucher itself. This way, it helps you to fill your client appointment book in January whilst converting as much of that gift voucher money into revenue as quickly as possible. Boom, two really simple tips, but I've seen these work wonders in that post-Christmas funk that lots of beauty salons go through. So that's it. I've touched upon the key elements of the beauty business money triangle at Christmas. I hope I've given you some actionable ideas to help make this Christmas your best ever and give you a massive boost to going into the new year. Now, speaking of a massive boost for the new year, how would you like to follow up your best Christmas ever with your best year ever? Well, I'm joining forces with Phil Jackson from over at Build Your Salon to put on a live and in-person event, possibly two of them, in January here in the UK. We're going to be focusing on using goal setting to transform your business in 2018. Now, this is going to be a really amazing workshop, and our aim is not just to explain what goal setting is, and how it can help you and then send you on your way, we're gonna create your own goals for 2018 and create a plan to achieve them, all in the workshop itself. So you'll literally leave the workshop with an actionable plan for your business to deliver your best year ever. Now, if this sounds good to you, and to be honest, why wouldn't it, then head to my show notes page at www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 20 or check out the podcast notes and there'll be a link in there as well. And I'll put more details and information about the event and about booking right there. I truly hope you found some useful information in this episode. I really don't hold anything back when I create this show. These are genuinely the best revenue maximization tips 
for making massive sales at Christmas time. So you should at least have found one or two or hopefully a lot more ideas that can help you have your best Christmas ever. Now, if you've heard something you like the sound of, something that's made you think, hmm, I like that idea, I'm going to use that, then can I ask you one simple favour? Pop over to iTunes or whatever podcast application that you're using, leave the show an honest rating and a review. This isn't an ego thing, I promise you. I use the reviews to help me to understand what help and what advice people need and to make sure that I'm actually delivering it. And while I have very little evidence to back this up, I believe that leaving a review, leaving a positive review, tells iTunes that this show is worth suggesting to other listeners and in turn it means that I can reach more independent beauty business owners just like you and to help them create the business they dream of. So if you wouldn't mind, you can do it from your phone, from your tablet or your computer. It just takes a couple of minutes. Go on, do it now and I'll read out some recent reviews on next week's episode. You might even get yours read out. So keep it clean, but feel free to say what you like. I want you to be honest. Right, that's it for this week. As for next week, I've somehow managed to achieve organisation in my podcasts and I've got a few episodes recorded. So the next episode is, well, I haven't quite decided yet. So how about you help me out? Would you like next week's episode to be social media and all about what's working right now? Would you like it to be about pricing myths and how to avoid them? Or what to do if you get a negative review online and more importantly, how to stop negative online reviews before they even happen. So head over to the show notes page at beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 20. Leave your choice in the comments section there and I will look at them and decide which episode is going out next week. That's it for this week's show. Have a fantastic week. I will see you soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.